This is a bachelorette. I'm Maria, and I'm back here with Heather uh, for her next date. Uh, hello, Heather. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Did you work today? I did work today. Wow. <laughs> I'm so happy. And her date is... Mark. Introduce yourself. Tell us all the basic things about you that everybody is dying to know. Well, let's see. Basic things that everyone's dying to know. I guess I'll start with the uh, the boring stuff. Uh, I work as a copywriter in advertising. Currently, I work for the Sharper Image. So I get to write about a whole slew of different things, whether it be uh, massage chairs or uh, personal home electronics, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Uh, some non-boring things about me. I play guitar. In my free time, I'm an avid reader. I like postmodern fiction in particular, which I've been reading lots of lately. I like movies. Uh, naturally, as it is the end of October, I've been trying to watch a lot of classic horror movies, my favorite of which is John Carpenter's The Thing. I love The Thing. It's the best. <laughs> what a great time <laughs> to plug another podcast that everyone loves. Um, called Spooky, Sexy, Scary, and if you go back one year, you'll hear an amazing episode about the thing. Wow. I was not even paid for that prompt either. It's totally <laughs> organic, everyone. Definitely. And you know what? It just seems like everything leads us back to that. Okay. So how did you find us? Uh, actually, through your cousin, Douglas Everhart. Wow, what a common <laughs> theme that we have on this show. Oh, this, this has happened before? Um, <laughs> 50% of the people. Um, to be fair, I had like other choices of people, but um, Doug has good friends, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've so far. Of, yeah, everyone's cool. Yeah. Can't blame you for using his friends. They all seem like stand-up people. Yeah, they really are. He's and of course Doug's a great guy. Of course. So, um, talk to us. Well, I assume you're currently single. Mm-hmm. Um, are you? Wait, is my wedding ring on? Oh no! Oh no! Yes, no. I am currently single. Everyone. Um, I want to say, how did this happen? <laughs> how did what happen? <laughs> um, no, we know that you're single. It's great. I'm so how happy. How did being single happen? Yeah. No, but how are you? So, what are are you actively like on the hunt for somebody? Are you casually dating? What's going on with you? Yeah, I mean, I would say all of the above. I am always keeping my my options open, so to speak. I'm on a couple websites right now, or apps, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. Uh, Bumble and Coffee Meets Bagel. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had several dates through both. I've had a couple dates organically recently, but um, a lot of first and last dates. Some that mm-hmm. have gone, you know, three, four, five, whatnot, but uh, nothing that has wanted to, uh, you know, nothing, nothing that's kept me coming back. Gotcha. Nothing substantial. I'll say that. So why do you want? Why did you want to do this? This is a little <laughs> wacky. Oh, it's totally wacky. I, uh, I'm the kind of person that likes to collect personal stories. I love mm-hmm. having a, a good anecdote to tell. Mm-hmm. So this seemed like the perfect avenue for that. 
Definitely, definitely. And um, Doug threatened yeah. to beat me up if I didn't. So. Really? No, not wow. really. Wow. <laughs> uh, you heard it here. Douglas Everhart threatened physical violence. <laughs> and, um, okay, so Heather, let's hear from you a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, our listeners have heard over and over and over again about your experience which, you know, a quick overview would be like dating apps suck. We yes. don't like the people on there. Slash sure. we do, but then they're like weird. Yes. Um, <laughs> finding people in real life seems difficult. Sure. Um, so to be honest, Heather is all actually almost done with her first dates. Yes. So you have like a lot to look back on. I do. Yeah. Um, do you think you're going into this date differently because now you've kind of like you're used to going on first dates like <laughs> rapid fire or in two weeks? Um, or, you know, how do you approach this? Sure. I feel like, you know, I don't usually go on this many dates this quickly. Um, so it, it did feel kind of maybe a little overwhelming to think about it first. Um but I think that I'm probably less nervous than I was before we started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think generally, like, I'm a person that likes to talk to people. And um, I'm kind of used to meeting new people in general. Mm-hmm. So it's not, um, it's not throwing me off too much, I guess. I'm kind of curious... Okay, so you're a social worker, and you see weird people all day. They're not all weird, but like a grand variety. I see definitely a variety. And that's really that's, what I mean. A yes. variety of weird people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, situations that sometimes are surprising and or, or not. Sure. Um, and you never know what you're going to kind of walk into, which I think mm-hmm. sort of lends itself nicely to doing, that, to doing this. Sure. Um, like it's, it's hard to throw me off. Oh, for sure. Heather is not easily thrown. <laughs> you know, she's... That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, but I'm kind of curious, Heather, have you thought about that? Like that comparison between just sort of like the way you spend most of your days and then this project that you've decided to do in the evenings? How it's similar? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's similar in that I meet, you know, a lot of different people Mm -hmm. and do like a lot of talking and like trying to really get to know people yeah how about the way you approach it like mentally prior do you feel like you're getting i feel like i don't have to like yeah i mean in my job um talk about a lot of like bad stuff okay true so (laughs) hopefully like on dates um there's not that much bad stuff yeah it's more fun happy like things to talk about um i mean we talk about in public service a lot uh compassion fatigue are you feeling compassion (laughs) fatigue for these dates i don't think so i don't have compassion fatigue is there a uh textbook definition for compassion fatigue yeah yeah you're tired of being compassionate (laughs) no i mean there's a lot go ahead heather you're you probably deal with people that have compassion fatigue for sure so i mean like it's basically you just get very, like, it, it's very difficult kind of dealing with other people's um, kind of, like, trauma or just, like, caring and, like, helping other people 
um, so much that it kind of starts to wear down on you. Yeah. And um, people, sometimes their trauma and their issues sort of blend together. Mm-hmm. You find it very difficult to like be able to hyper-focus on that one client or that one student. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, and then you leave your job and um, you don't have any, any sort of like room in your brain and your heart for, for your own personal life. And the people that you want to give compassion to outside of, of your job. It's a real issue with teachers and social workers and psychologists and sure. anybody that works in that realm. Anyway. I do not feel compassion fatigue for, for my dates. dates, Maria. Okay, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, you know, actually, really, on a serious note, though, I think I would feel compassion fatigue. So good for you. Not. Just- I mean, I think I... I have felt a, it is it is a little tiring, just the mm-hmm. pace of it that you've set up. But sorry, it's not compassion fatigue. Okay, good. I'm so glad. Um, so we have done a lot of great um, questions <laughs> from a psychological study by someone I can't remember again. Anthony Aaron, I think so. Um, to be honest, Heather, I've yeah. run out. We've used all 36 questions? No, we haven't okay. used all 36, but some of them are so intense that they're I not really feel like they're not ask. appropriate for first time meeting somebody. And so I'm moving on to a wonderful list um, published by conversationstartersworld.com. <laughs> okay. Um, not as scientific, but still fun. And so I will ask both of you these things, and hopefully we can find some fun things in common um, or some nice conversation starters with, you know, a fun third wheel, me. Um, Mark, what pets have you had? What pets have I had? Well, I have never personally had a pet, but I have, you know, my family has had several pets, dogs, all dogs. Ah. Well, growing up, we had, you know, various hamsters and guinea pigs, but that was so long ago, barely even registers anymore. Ah. There's lots of dogs. I'm a dog guy. I'd love to have my own right now, but my landlord will not let me have one. How rude. You should move. I need to to move. (laughs) You live nearby here, yes? I'm very close, yeah. Wow. About a mile away. Wow. We're neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry that your landlord will not allow you to have Me a dog. Me too. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Next next time you live somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, yes. your pets. Um, right now I have a cat. Um, I had one previous cat. Um, I've never had a dog. My family did not do like cats and dogs growing up. Um, I would like to have a dog. I also am not allowed to have a dog. Um, my landlord mm-hmm. didn't really want me to have a cat, but I already had it, so they accepted it. Um, yeah, I've had hamsters, fish, birds. Wow. Yeah. You like animals? I do like animals. Nice. Um, Heather, this is a very fun word question. Funly worded, funly worded question? Anyway. What are you kind of obsessed with these days? <laughs> Just something you really <laughs> like. The first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, gosh. I don't know, Maria. Um, what am I obsessed with? Like if gosh. somebody was like, Heather. Yeah. I literally do not know what to do. I'm so bored. Or I, I'm just interested in learning something about something. What is something you recommend? Okay. Well, I guess I, I wouldn't call it obsessed with. But what I've been enjoying Mm-hmm. lately um besides like ugh, the like dumb tv stuff that i enjoy um i 
have been really interested in like TED Talks and videos about fossils. Oh. <laughs> and like dinosaurs and like other prehistoric animals. From what period? Tri- Triassic? All, ki- Jurassic? all kinds. All of them. Oh. Any of them. So. Wow. Mark, yeah. what are you obsessed with? What do you recommend for everybody to do in their life? Oh, what am I obsessed with? Lately, I've been pretty obsessed with uh, tequila cocktails. I've been, uh, been making a lot of tequila-based cocktails oh. lately as a uh, passion of mine to uh, make different drinks. Mm. So I've been uh, buying up a lot of uh, cocktail books and kind of following them to a T, you know, just to get basics down and then just kind of uh, freewheeling and making my own. So it is an expensive hobby, but it is a lot of fun. Wow, that sounds Plus, like great fun. for entertaining. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's not something I know really anything about. <laughs> but would love to get into to taste test. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh, this is great, Heather. Well, okay. I can't wait to hear Mark's answer. Mark, if there was an Olympics for everyday activities, what activity would you have a good chance at winning a gold medal in? Ooh, daydreaming. Oh, wow. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Great. Yep. What are you dreaming about? right now? Oh, that's private. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's usually uh, it's usually pretty mundane, but uh, you know whatever I'm going to do after work or whatnot. But yeah, you know it's like everyone else. You know sometimes you're your brain just kind of goes in all kinds of weird places and uh, you could be thinking about, well, one thing I know that I daydream about a lot is my next vacation or big trip that I want to take. Mm. I'm, I'm big into hiking, so it's usually, usually involves hiking of, of some sort or some kind of outdoor activity. So yeah, that's typically what I'm, what I'm wow. daydreaming about. What was your last trip? Uh, the last trip I took was out to Utah. I went to Moab, spent a couple days out there. Did a solo trip. Wow, nice. Yeah, did some hiking in uh, triple-digit weather, 100 degrees every day. Wow. It's pretty badass. That sounds terrible. It like, well, the great. heat itself does not the sound The heat was rough, but I got used to it pretty fast. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of sunscreen. I can kind of relate to I went that. in July, yeah. so I can only blame myself, but I, I had PTO days to burn. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's not anything I've ever dealt with in my life. <laughs> Just kidding. I have summers off. I'm a teacher. Ha ha. I get PTO for three months every year. Heather. Yeah. Um, if there was Olympics, what would you get to, you know, grab your gold in? Um, I think, like, maybe car singing. Oh. Yeah. I do a lot of driving for work. So I have a lot of, like, my very own personal concert. In my car. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Just for amount of it, not like quality of it necessarily. Oh, just, just, just for the, <laughs> the sheer qu- amount. The quantity so of it, So do you think yes. you could sing in the car for the longest? Is that what the event would be? Yeah, maybe that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mark, are you into comedy? I'm very into comedy. Oh my gosh, I just felt it from you. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to us about this. I actually just signed up for an improv class through Go Comedy. Oh, wow. <laughs> welcome here. <laughs> we... Yeah, my first class was yesterday. Who is your teacher? Uh, God, I don't know her last name. Her first name is Anna. Oh, Anna and Mash. Wonderful. She's very nice. I love nice. her. Okay. Love her. She's so a great person. I, yes. <laughs> if you do anything in the improv world, we're, we probably will know them. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Improv is actually how me and Maria met. Although I've never done it. Oh. So then how did you meet? 
great question. <laughs> Heather, how did we meet? Um, at Planet Ant. We did. We met at Planet Ant in Hamtramck. Um, I live down the street. Uh, my husband, uh, who's my boyfriend at the time, was taking classes. Um, and we were regulars at their Monday night show. And I remember very distinctly meeting Heather on a Monday night at Seven Brothers Bar, rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> um, and she was with other people in her class um, that, you know, she ended up doing a podcast called After Improv no. with, hmm. oh, well, they're great. They're still our friends. I don't know who that was Heather Anonymous, though. <laughs> oh. Never mind. I'll edit this out. <laughs> okay. But she did a podcast with friends. And it was great. Yes. Um, I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> Nobody listened to it, if you know who Heather is. Um, but yes, we love improv. Um, so what made you want to sign up for improv? Uh, just to mix it up, try something different. Uh, I have friends that have taken it in the past. Uh, I've been to a lot of improv shows. Mm -hmm. I took some acting classes in high school and college. Just something to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. Try new things. That's a really fun place to be. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Great local business. 10 yep. years. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Support the city of Ferndale, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, Heather, talk about your experience in comedy. Well, so I, I started taking classes at Go Comedy, what, like four years, four years ago? Is that longer, true? Honestly. Uh, I think it was about four years ago. Um. And yeah, I have not done a lot of improv lately, um, but it's something that I do still enjoy and may get back into doing one day. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but you still like you go to the Detroit Improv Festival. Yes, I love love Diff. Yeah. Diff is the best. That we can pluck. <laughs> um, Heather, where's the most fun place around where you live? What do you oh. recommend in this great area of Hazel Park, Ferndale? Well, I don't know for sure yet, but we're going to go to Sellerman's. Yeah. Which I've not been to yet. I have not been there either. Oh, you guys. I must recommend. They yeah. have free popcorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. You told me about the popcorn. And they have toppings for the popcorn, like little like seasoning wow. things. And they have an everything seasoning. And I highly recommend. Okay. Um, and get a flight. Why not? Sure. Why not? Um, what about you, Mark? What was the question again? <laughs> What's the most fun place around where you live? The most fun place. Yeah, where I live. in your opinion. I really enjoy Imperial. Oh uh, yeah. When I can actually find a seat at Imperial. Sure. Uh, I'm big on sitting at the bar. Uh, mm -hmm. If I'm rolling solo, of course. If I'm with people, then we'll usually grab a table. Uh, otherwise, I like Public House, which owned yeah. by the same people. Oh, Not I didn't know that. that. Really? Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. Yeah, know. they also own uh, that Annie Hero place that's opening. Where's that? To Public House. It will be open. I don't oh. know when. What's it about? What What's going on there? I know next to nothing about it aside from the the name. I think the name it's is kind of Asian theme. Antihero is what it's called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a pretty cool name, anyway. We'll see what they're all about. Hmm, that's Maybe interesting. Maybe will be like served drinks by samurais or something. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would yeah. be. Yeah, samurai theme. You know, it sounds like you have a business idea. 
Right up your sleeve. I have so many business ideas. And wow. I, and I just don't even know what to do with all of them. I need that startup capital. So anyone listening, if you have that capital, give me a shout. Do you want to open a business? Sure. <laughs> oh, I don't feel like I want to invest. So, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, what, what kind of business are we talking here? I don't know. What, what would you want to do? <laughs> I, would, I would straight up open a bar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, would no, be very that's, cool. That's one of those, uh, I wouldn't even call it a bucket list item, you know? I don't mm-hmm. even really believe in bucket lists, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if there were any kind of uh, business that I were to open up, I would really like to open up a bar. Not necessarily a restaurant, but just a, a bar. Yeah, a straight up bar. Well, there's yeah. a really great just straight up bar right across Nine Mile called Under the Park Bar. I've been there three times now, and I love it. Nice. It's wonderful. Um, everyone go there. So you've gone on these dates, Mark, these bumble dates, these mm-hmm. coffee meat bagel dates. You've gotten your beans. You've liked <laughs> them. My what? Your beans. Don't My you have beans. to do beans oh, so you can like right. people? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've, I've, never, never. I've never bought them, but that's right. I, I forget that there is a currency on yeah. site. Beans. I've right? never been on there, but people tell me about the beans. I just think it's very funny. So you've done these things. Um, why... Like, what are you looking for that you haven't found? Or have you found it and they haven't found the same thing in you? Or, like, what what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a really hard thing to, uh, you know, put your finger on, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely... It's one. It's like art, you know. You don't you don't know exactly what you like, but when you see it, you're just that's it, you know. Yeah. So it's more of a feeling, I guess. But you know, combined with all kinds of other factors, I mean, there's a whole multitude of factors. Dating is very complex. I mean, people date for all kinds of different reasons. Right. So sometimes people are looking for their one and only, if such a thing even exists. Sometimes people are just looking for fuck buddies. I mean, let's be blunt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's a whole whole multitude of things that uh, people are looking for in a, a compatible, you know, partner, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just I keep putting myself out there, and I I will admit that I am a bit picky, but mm-hmm. I believe in myself, and I know what I bring to the table. So yeah, I'm not one who settles. What are you looking for? What am I looking for? Mm-hmm. Honestly, at the end of the day, I just really want a decent person. Obviously, the physical attraction has to be there. I think that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But you know. Every single interest that I have, it does not have to be matched by that person, but there needs to be some kind of overlap. Now, yeah. I have dated girls where we have next to nothing in common. It's fine for a while, but after that honeymoon phase is over, it's it's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> At least yeah. it can be. It was in my case <laughs> a couple times. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it really varies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but at the end of the day, you just want a, a good person with good values. I mean, trying to really boil it down to its most basic, at the very, very essence of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's someone that you ideally, I would like to meet someone where, you know, I just end up dating them and then potentially, you know, like marrying them later on. Mm-hmm. So just kind of get out of the whole dating game, so to speak. Right. Find that compatibility. The kind of person that you can have conversations with, you know, about anything. Mm-hmm. Just that that kind of uh, lo- that level of comfort, you know. Yeah, and that's a very that's a very hard thing to find, but that is a huge factor right there. Just that kind of organic chemistry, mm-hmm. matched with the physical side of things, 
And intellectual curiosity is, is huge for mm-hmm. me too. If, if a girl does not have intellectual curiosity, it's, it's going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm finding like, you know, I'm married, but like we're, you know, I don't know, still under 30, even in friends, like the lack of, you know, intellectual curiosity I, is very prevalent right now. And I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. Maybe it's just because it's very easy to get information. I do not know. Um, but that's something that I, yeah, I agree with. Heather, do any of these things ring true for you um, in how, where you are at right now? Yeah, I think a lot of that, I feel the same way. You know, it it is like you're looking for a lot of different things. And of course, there's like the basic things that you look for in any human being that you want to like mm-hmm. have in your life. Um but yeah, you have to be like compatible in like certain ways. But then there's like, you know, you can have a checklist of all these things that you're looking for in a person, but someone could check off all of those things. And it it really, there has to be just like the feeling. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it's, it's, it's not really something that, um, is easy to describe. For you sure. just feel it or you don't feel it. Well, and you, you know, you have these checklists and, you know, there can be people that only check off one or two of this list of whatever, 10 arbitrary things. And mm-hmm. you, you know, it's a, it's risk, right? Like, do I want to continue to try and see this person and talk to them and get to know them, even though they don't fill these boxes? Sure. And sometimes it's a win and sometimes it's a yeah. loss. I mean, I feel like so we all nice. have like a, a list of things that we would like in a person, um, but then there's like a, at least for me, there's a smaller list of mm-hmm. things that they must have, like yes. qualities they must have, or, um, um, like things that they want must match up. Certain things must match yes, up. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's true. Um, some non-negotiables. So. Sure. Um, all right, we are going to send Mark and Heather to Sellermans. They're gonna drink some delicious. Um, Beer, cider, mead, whatever they choose. Hopefully they'll eat the popcorn for me. <laughs> Maybe Heather will bring some back. Who knows? We'll bring some in my bag for you, I Maria. would die if you did that. <laughs> Please, I'll give you a baggie on the way out. After the break, we will hear from Heather, see how it went. And then later, we will hear from Mark and see his side of things. Uh, enjoy your break. We'll see you after. Hello, this is Margot D of the Not Fade Away podcast. This is the show that talks about folks from the music world who are no longer with us. We're talking about singers, musicians, songwriters, composers. If they made a mark on the world of music, we will talk about them. Past and future episodes include Jim Morrison, Aaliyah, John Belushi, Kurt Cobain, Tupac, and Jerry Garcia. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts under the name Not Fade Away Podcast and follow us on all of our social media channels as well under Not Fade Away Podcast. And if you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, send an email to notfadeawaypodcast at gmail.com. Hope you check us out. Thanks so much. I'm back with Heather, back from her date. Heather, did you have fun? I did have fun. I had a good time. Okay. So you went to Sellermans? Yes. Did you eat their popcorn? Maria, I regret to inform you that we did not eat the popcorn. Why? I don't know. I think I wasn't thinking of it at first, and then I did see it, but I was like, 
okay well he didn't mention the popcorn and wow i don't know no one else there was eating it either maybe you would have had a better date if you ate the popcorn oh well i don't think so but oh wow is that good well no i just don't think it would have changed oh, okay so um i found mark to be one of the more charismatic dates that i've like people that i've brought in here in my opinion. Sure. I thought he was pretty easy and fun to talk to. Yeah, he was funny. He was very funny. He'll be great at improv. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't know, actually. <laughs> I should ask Patty, co-host of Spooky Sexy Scary. Um, so he was easy to talk to. I feel yeah. like you've, I mean, a lot of them have been easy to talk to, but I felt like yeah. this was somebody where I was like, okay, you're coming in. I feel like you want to have a conversation um, sure. I felt a similar way with Angelo, the first date. Um, so did you find that you had the same ease in maybe dipping below surface level conversation with him? Um, I definitely think he was very easy to talk to and we laughed a lot, which is something I that I did not necessarily feel like I did with everyone. Mm-hmm. Did we go, we didn't get into too much like deeper stuff i feel like like not i mean i guess some stuff i don't know if you it wasn't necessarily surface level it was kind of a little bit more like i don't know not weird stuff but like not necessarily like oh what kind of music and what blah blah, blah like which we did talk about but um I don't know that we really shared a whole lot of personal mm-hmm. stuff. Some yeah. definitely I I found out more. I felt like I found out more personal things about some other people. Okay. Cool. Um Now, this was also the only like alcohol-centric date I sent you on. Yes. Um and I will say when you came back I was like, "Wow, I think that Heather had a drink. I am feeling it. So do you think that that changed the way maybe, I don't know, you're seeing the date or the way you act on the date? What do you think? No, I mean, I don't think it hurt. Um, I don't necessarily know that it helped. It, it just is what it is. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, would you go on another date with him? Like, would you feel compelled enough to ask him on another date? Probably not. I don't think we're a match. But he was very nice. He's a cool guy. He's someone that I could, like, hang out with, mm-hmm. like, with people, you know? Yeah. Like, he's he's just started improv. Oh, perfect. So, perfect. you know, I feel like we'll, we may see each other again around, but. It could happen. Yeah. Um. So... Interesting. Now, was it just like maybe, I don't know, a couple of your other dates, it was just simply like an I could be friends with this person, but um, I'm not sure about a deeper connection. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in some of those dates, we found that, you know, they they kind of felt that there was a deeper connection. So, Oh, really? Yeah. As we heard in... (laughs) episode um i'm pretty sure episode two um so if i guess what 
is there anything like during the date where you were kind of like, okay, I really like, like this guy. He's funny. He's cool. We don't have that, that super connection, but what, what kind of like teeters you from, yeah, I'll give it a second try to, I'm not really sure if he's into me. Maybe we'll just leave it here at the first date. Well, I think that, you know, I didn't have that like connection feeling, those like warm, fuzzy feelings. And I, um, I wasn't getting that vibe from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so something I noticed was like, he was like, there was not a lot of eye contact mm, between the both of you. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like when I'm talking to a person, um, I like to like be looking at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that, like, if that's just a, was that specific to me? Was that just a general right. thing for him? But, um, I mean, definitely I feel like, you know, if someone's really like looking at you, that's usually a sign that they're interested. So I'm pretty sure he was not. Right, right. So. Okay. And, you know, I'm going to find out, of course. Sure. By the he was a cool guy. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I really thought he was cool. And I thought, wow, this is somebody I want to go on dates with my friends. Yeah. Um, now, I will, I'm about to take some magic out of my show. <laughs> you know, uh, you walked in the door and kind of mentioned this to me. Um, you know, as our listeners know, in order to find the dates, mm-hmm. I put out a, a public survey. Right. So when I asked him, he he kind of asked me about kind of this whole process and what it's been like. And, you know, I'm explaining to him and and. You know, I mentioned, you know, that I didn't really have a lot of control over any of it. And I didn't know a lot of stuff, um, just that, you know, you had sent out these surveys. And he was like, oh, what survey? And I was like, you know, like those questions you had to answer. He's like, I didn't answer any questions. So. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> Um, He's a wild card, Maria. He was a wild card. He was a last-minute ad in comparison. He did set up the date like two weeks ago, um, which many would seem as not last-minute, but let me tell you, when trying to engineer this whole thing, two weeks was considered (laughs) last-minute. I think I put out the survey like five weeks ago or six weeks ago or something. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I think – Heather, I think you were maybe, well, yeah, you were uh, like three days away from your first date maybe, and and my cousin uh, texted me and was like, hey, are you, you know, do you still need some more guys? And I kind of wanted to round it out to six guys, and so I was yeah. like, ah, let me see him. And so he sent him my way, and I looked him up on Facebook, and he was super cute, so I said... <laughs> You know, he's friends with Doug. He's cute. He looks like, yeah. you know, he has a full-time job at least. He's not sure. homeless probably. <laughs> um, it looks like he lived nearby, so this sure. would be like an enormous yes. inconvenience. <laughs> and I said, yeah, let's just put him on. And you know what? So this was truly blind. Yeah. Um. 
So I guess let's delve into that a little. Do you feel like there was anything that, like, I know you didn't go super deep, but some of the mm-hmm. things on your survey we asked about um, sort of like uh, conservative to liberal le- leanings, mm-hmm. religious to non-religious leanings. Yeah. Um, yeah. I-, I asked about ideal first dates. Sure. I, I asked about a couple things, right? Right. So did anything come up that you were kind of like, hmm, I feel like you would have answered this on the survey and Maria picked you anyway, or I don't know. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know what his answers to those questions would have been, but I feel like um, just the overall sense I got of him as a person, I feel like he would have answered the questions and you still would have picked him. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I definitely got that vibe while he was here. I was like, okay, yeah. Like, it's not like I totally <laughs> failed. Um, whatever. It's fine. I also, Ryan didn't fill it out either. It's not a big deal. <laughs> he didn't fill out anything? Nope. How do we know anything about these people? I mean, I asked their last names. Because, like, what if you died? <laughs> well, I hope you're, well, they know your cousin, so. That's, and that was part of it. That was a lot of it. That yeah. was that was it that was the whole thing yeah your cousin has nice friends and he does he has really nice friends yeah so um i don't know i'll have to actually talk to him and he actually great time to talk about this too is uh doug everhart did the um logo for our show and so all the art uh he's a wonderful graphic designer so you can look um up douglas everhart if you're in need of anything like that but yeah um, you know, what, Maria, I'm going to say I would recommend Doug's three friends yeah. <laughs> to be on future uh, seasons. I kind of want them all to do a little show together. Yeah? Yeah, and try to, f- I don't know. They were all very nice. It might be fun to do, I know I'm like pitching myself a podcast right now, but you know what would be kind of fun would to be bring in one lady with all three of them, and then uh-huh. she gets to pick the one that she wants to go on a first date with. Yeah, that would be fun. Right in the room. That'd I feel fun. like they'd be into it, maybe. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. And they're all like a little different, but they're all so friendly. Yeah, they all are yeah. kind of a little, yeah, But different. they're still like, it's not like you're walking in and, you know, I just think it'd be fun. Anyway, we'll see if this happens. Sure. Um, after the break... We are going to talk to Mark and see how he felt and if Heather was able to read his uh, nonverbal cues correctly. (laughs) From spies to myths. And legends to world leaders. The bitchery of history is exploring the women who made history only to be forgotten by it. We come out every week, Monday morning at 4 a.m. Pacific time. So get up early and get bitchin'. Google Play. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Download every Monday and remember, bitches bitches get get stuff stuff done. Welcome back to A Bachelorette. I'm now here with Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. How are you? Doing good. Good. So it's been a couple days since your date with Heather. Yep. Did you have fun? Yeah, you know, it was cool. I uh, I enjoyed Sellerman's a lot. That was... uh, that was a really cool place. I'm glad I got the opportunity to check that out. You know, we chatted for a while. Um, yeah, it was it was fine. Definitely. What? How does it um, compare to other dates that you've been on recently? Um, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to say. You know, I, I'll just be blunt. I don't think we were a match. 
Oh, yeah. Um, well, she thought the same thing, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't in a match at all, but uh, I enjoyed, you know, talking to her. Um, it's cool just to check out a new place and just chat with someone uh, in comparison to, to other dates I've been on recently. Uh, I would say that it was it was very different. Um, considering this was a blind date, you know, we didn't have any you know built-in uh, things that we already knew that we had in, in common as mm-hmm. we had you know previously met. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was just kind of starting at a at a blank slate, which is fine. It's not a not a bad way to uh, to date someone. I'm not opposed to blind dates in the future, you know. But uh, yeah, it's just different than. Uh, typical typical date setups for those reasons you know oh definitely now um so part of this is like trying to be reflective but also trying to like heather trying to find out how she can date better and things like that so um talk about some of the reasons why you were not a match uh i mean i'm be totally honest you know i just i wasn't feeling the attraction quality Mm -hmm. but that happens you know um she's very nice you know i I had a good time chatting with her and it took a little while to kind of get into that comfort zone i felt like from her side okay yeah i was asking questions just you know trying to get a better feel for her and just kind of learn about her a little bit more eventually she did open up a little bit and, and start asking me some more questions and it was good so the conversation definitely flowed better you know, after he had a couple, a couple ciders, right? Like oh yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Social, social lubrication, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you so, know, I think yeah. something people do, you know, I feel like that's why drinks are a good first date. Um, cause people oh, like, like to try and feel uh, comfortable. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, that's usually my, my go-to for, for first dates. If I, if I really don't know anything about the person, I usually go, for either coffee or, you know, a beer or a cocktail. I agree. Yeah. Well, good. Do you feel like, um, you know, this was such a different uh, sort of uh, situation than, of course, your usual kind of like how you find a date. So do you think you sure. learned anything? I mean, it's, I know it's just one date, but what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think any time that you're outside of your comfort zone like that, you definitely learn new things about yourself, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say that I, I knew pretty early on that it wasn't going to be a match, but that didn't stop me from going on the date. For it sure. It's an experience, and I think that's just a good, positive way to go into dating, period. Right. Because even if you don't date that person, he's still making friends. Like, if I bumped into her on the street, like, I would definitely chat her up and, you know, talk to her as you know, another person. So, right. Right. Know, it seems like, uh, just cool, another cool person to know, you know? So yeah, it doesn't always have to lead to the one thing you're looking for, you know, exactly. And and whatnot. Exactly. And really like the first time meeting a new friend and a first time, um, you know, going on a first date are really not necessarily that different. Um, you know, other than sure. maybe your mindset, yeah, it's pretty low pressure, but yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, just kind of uh, temp- tempering your expectations. I like to try to do that anyway, like any any kind of day I go on. But I think that's pretty important. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it was definitely an experience for sure. So it's a good story. 
Good. Yo, for sure. It's a good story. Yeah. So before I leave, I want to kind of see, you know, do you have any advice for Heather on like how she could have a better first date maybe with somebody else? Hmm. That's really tough to say, but it's a good question. Um, you know, I would just say, again, just be as open as possible. And I think she was, you know, very open, you know, yeah. especially with answering questions that I asked her and whatnot. And yeah, it was just very, very casual. She didn't seem, you know, nervous or anything like that. So yeah, I think it's really just a matter of, you know, finding a compatible match. Which for sure. I think we're all looking for anyone single anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, yeah. Mark, thank you so much for doing the show. Um, everybody else, we will see you next time for Heather's yeah. last and final first date. This has been a production of Hearsay Studios. Wait, what?